I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Car Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about flipping cards. Whether it's the next breakout rookie, a new Magic the Gathering release on the way, or Pokemon's 25th anniversary, we'll break it all down. So sit back and listen up. Those cards collecting dust in your closet could make you some real cash. Welcome to Card Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. We've got a lot to talk about today. Ty, we got to start with you. You just, you look focused. I'm opening up a brand new store tomorrow and you look more focused than I am. I'm here and I'm focused, but 5-5 is staring me in the face. Wednesday morning, our podcast launches. No, I'm uh, I'm working on this big project with Gary on his kind of upcoming NFT ecosystem launch, um, which I'm pumped about. But that's not to be precluded. Well, that is to be precluded by a massive day for you. I'd love to hear uh, how things are going. And, and I appreciate you sneaking this quick hour in to get a nice recording going. I was telling Lou earlier, it's been just like non-stop busy right i mean every day this week i told i've been like eleven thirty would be like a good day to get out of the shop just pricing cards and sorting and just just getting so many different things ready for it right it's we were so worried along the process like oh hey not gonna be able to open in time not gonna be open time just keeps getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back and then here we are and it's like we waited five months and it still seems like there's a million things to do so it's a you know, uh, I talked about it in that little docu-series thing we're working on on YouTube about like, you know, creating this. And it's like just the the process has been, you know, I'll look back later, you know, years from now and be like the, the process was really what made it fun. It's just although it's been stressful and, you know, hectic at times, it's been, you know, super fun to be able to build it. And is the building directly across the street from you? Yeah, it's literally 150 yards away. I mean, you could. It's, Sweet. it's close. Nice. Your dog's excited about it. Yeah, they've been they've been in the cages. You know, we've been trying to get get it ready today. So they I haven't been able to get enough t- exactly. TLC from y'all. So they're just yeah, they're just nonstop. So nice. We talked a little bit on last episode about the NFL draft. It's happened. It's over. Just want to kind of get at your guys' quick take on what you thought and you know what excites you about this class. I couldn't be happier with how the draft turned out. It's been a phenomenal weekend. I got my quarterback. I got a new left guard. I got a new wide receiver. But the most important thing is that Ryan Johnson is now attached to the hip with Jared Stidham and Mac Jones. <laughs> that is the future of Ryan Johnson. And that makes me unbelievable. You're out on Mac? You're not, you're not stashing Mac rookies? I, I'm going to pass on the Mac rookies. Um, and I think Ryan might have to force himself to buy a few. No. Stacking Max? <laughs> For cards, Mac Jones will sell, right? Look what Stidham, right? Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels quarterbacks will sell, but nah, I'm not. And I, I, I was, you know, watching the draft and I posted on my IG story and it's like the Bears have traded up in front of the Patriots and I'm like, fuck. I'm like, please no. Like, they're not going to take fields. They want like, yeah. Mac Jones, for sure. Like Mitch Trubisky asked, like they're definitely not taking fields like that doesn't know. I'm just like, no way. So I'm like, just recording. I'm like, oh, come on. It's like with the 12th pick in the NFL draft, the Bears select Justin Fields. And I'm like, oh, pain. God, pure pain. You wanted them bad. Yeah. It's like, why couldn't the Niners mess all this up from the start and just take Mac Jones? 
We're like, why? What an all-time weird smokescreen by them. I still don't understand what they were trying. Other than, obviously, unless they were trying to convince the Bears or the Patriots, I mean, it must have been the Patriots to try to trade up and take them. It makes no sense at all. Yeah, it... Uh, I mean... Tough. I'm uh, I'm in the Sam Darnold selling business, I'll tell you that much. That poor guy. That's that's our guy. No one will it's give like him an offensive guy, line. Like my guy, guy. No yeah. one will give him any offensive line. It's, and it's funny. You saw the draft. They're like, yeah, look at all these great things the Jets are doing to get you weapons and protections once Sam Darnold leaves. Yeah, I heard Kuyper was like freaking out all weekend long or the first night about the Jets trading Darnold. Why he wanted him to stay? I, yeah, he basically was like, I don't understand what they're doing. Like they could have trade, they could have traded him, or kept him, and then traded number two and gotten all this stuff. Ryan, have you seen much of the Trevor Lawrence tops product? No, I I missed it. I haven't seen any singles of it. I, I've been really away from my phone for the last week as I've tried to. Get have you kept open. the shop open? Yeah. Yep. How's how's biz at the shop? Footy? Are people coming in for some soccer cards? UFC Prism was asked a lot. Uh, we had a lot of people really? ask about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the last two days, I really wasn't there much. It just, I've just been so, this this place is going to be cool. So I've just been focused on that. Lou, did you get into any uh, UFC Prism? Yep. Yep. I bought two boxes, one to rip, one to sit on for a little bit. Uh, so I ripped one over the weekend. I think it was Friday night, actually. It was Yeah, it was Friday night on Instagram Live. Nothing super, like nothing super stood out in terms of like super rare that I got out of the box. Um, but all of the, all of the variations are doing pretty good on eBay. The autos, two autos I got were like 200 bucks each. If I sold everything, I got one Connor insert, a fireworks insert. Um, so if I sold everything, I think I'll get close to making my money back on the box, but I'm going to wait because I think this UFC product has a lot of legs. First prism, right? First prism ever, yeah. Before we move on too much, I want to... NFL Draft is my favorite thing all year. It's it's unfortunate it got ruined by Mac Jones. Yeah, no kidding. But this talk will make up for it. So I've got my take, but I want to I want to kind of get your guys' feel. In terms of the card market from where people were drafted, first thoughts on maybe, hey, this guy might do well. This guy's going to have some potential. Maybe a sleeper. Maybe a, hey, I'm curious. Like One of the things that always stands, to, uh, stands out to me is like great college team, great pro team. Uh, Najee Harris is a great example. That guy's going to sell well. Pittsburgh is a is a popular market in the in football, and Alabama is the powerhouse in in college football. Like that's a great one that mm-hmm. stands out to me. W- what's kind of on your mind in terms of like, hey, who's going to sell? Who 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 you think about? I thought about Jamar Chase, Bengals receiver. Yeah, I think you know the connection that he has with Joe to begin with, and then just the possibilities of those two guys together for a long time is really really interesting. I thought about Jamar Chase, and uh, I really liked Rondell Moore as a sneaky one, too. Rondell Moore smoked. He's a really good player, and him and Kyler could be interesting with DeAndre. That's a lot of speed. Who's buying Micah Parsons cards? Mm. Micah Parsons. That's another good one, though. Micah Parsons was an animal in college. I am a Buckeye right through and through, but that's the guy who ran like a 4 3 stud. He's just an absolute specimen. Yeah, he's a... He's a pure middle linebacker. Um, for me, it's the most obvious. Obviously, T-Law, Trevor Lawrence down with Urban Meyer. I think that they'll turn it up. There's a lot of heat on Florida now. All of a sudden, people like Florida. It's cool. It came from nowhere. Not Jacksonville. It had a bad rap. 
two two years ago. But yeah, I know. But now they got Urban Meyer and they got Trevor Lawrence. So all of a sudden, okay. Jacksonville is going to be hot. They're past like the whole Jersey thing and doing weird stuff and Minshew. But then I'm just going to double down on on Justin Fields. I think he's going to be a beast. I think he has that pizzazz and swag to him. I'm not sure if Wilson has that juice. And the 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 Jets got a lot of work to do in terms of brand and like I, I don't I think we've become smart enough. I'm not sure there's gonna be juice around the kid until there's actual action happening. I mean he wasn't a super like, you know, nationally, you know, televised guy in college. He's coming in. I think the assumption now is failure ahead for him with the Jets, which I hope turns around, but I'm not sure. Leading up to the season, there's going to be much action on him. Something we talked about Thursday night was, uh, as we were hanging out watching it, was like situation. Because if there was ever a time where I was like so sold on someone, it was Sam. And there was just okay. never any surrounding talent. And nothing was made to build to success. And on the other side of that, and I still hold this, is I just don't, I never thought that Josh Allen would be interesting. But the Bills were like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to surround him with as much talent as humanly possible and yeah. play to his strengths. And so my hope is what we did in the draft, the coaching staff, everything lends itself to growing the quarterback. And then because a lot of these guys are pretty similar in talent. So the situation, I think, is the determining factor. So I'm hoping that it works out. I just feel like this class, it, it's so much similar to like the Zion, like the market's, you know, hotter than it was five years ago. Like even the 2018 class was good, right? You had Baker, Darnold near the top and you had Barkley. Like the fact that you had the five first round quarterbacks and you know you had eight in the first three rounds then you had all these other premier guys like you've got some great defensive backs you got Parsons you've got all the wide receivers you've got Najee Harris it just like this class is built very well for the card market right the the first three picks being quarterbacks will carry this Mm -hmm. class alone especially with Trevor Lawrence being the top of this class, again, with the same hype or similar hype to Zion, like they may not have an amazing offense, like Allen Robinson and Darnell Mooney isn't exactly, you know, the best two wide receiver combo in the league, but that defense is good. Like they're built to win. Um, this class has a ton of potential. I mean, Allen Robinson is a top tier receiver. Sure, sure. I'm not saying with. he's, you know, yeah. he's bad. I just, it's not necessarily what, you know, Tom Brady's throwing the ball to. Fair. Or Mahomes. Yep. Do you think we start to see more juice on the position stuff? Uh, I think offensively, especially like a lot of the guys in this class are going to sell. Najee Harris is going to sell very well. He's going to start. He plays for one of the best card markets in football. The Steelers stuff always yeah. has sold. Mm-hmm. And it's Alabama, right? Like he's just, he's a, he's a beast. Mm-hmm. He's going to sell. Yeah. Now, again, we're almost on a year from Clyde Edwards, Alaire Donris selling for $43. We need to have that same argument that when, you know, legacy comes out here in a couple of weeks or prism draft picks, don't go buy Najee Harris silvers for $75 because we're going to do this in a year. And that's what I cannot wait to do that. Just by the way, mm-hmm. when Donner's football comes out, I cannot wait to see what Clyde Edwards, Alaire Donner's rookies are selling for and go back a year because yeah. right. People are great. So caught up in the moment, but yeah, he'll be, he'll be great, but don't buy the first thing he's got. Basketball. Is the juice returning? I'm not sure I've got the answer for that. Are you are you seeing any senses? No, Lou? No. No. Not in the way not in the way that we're talking about, like the juice for basketball. I think it's the same thing, bro. Like people are just getting me to the playoffs. That's all that matters. It's just tapped right now. It's big time capped right now. What's it like eight 
there's like eight, seven, eight games. LeBron just came out and was like not a fan because they fell into the playing seating. Yeah, after saying he wanted after saying he wanted it a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah. They got that Marvel. It's on Monday. It'll be unique and interesting to see. We were supposed to have Jay pop on for a second. He was down in Miami over the weekend making some uh some bargain bin plays, but I think he's been tapped out by the uh by the, the second corona shot. And then we also saw this morning uh, there was just some news floating around. I think it was from a couple of days ago. And again, we're recording Monday afternoon. By the time this opens, by the time this drops, right, you're going to be, you're going to be in your new store. But what I was going to say is eBay, it just came out. The CEO said that they're going to dabble. I mean, last week, Tops came into NFTs about a year ago. I'm trying to think fall, uh, fall is when we first started talking NFT stuff. Hard world was upset about it. Now you're starting to see the blend. And then boom, eBay CEO came out and said that they're looking into it. NFTs are selling on their platform. VV eBay just has did a, an official deal with DJ Ski that has a physical product and a digital product. The eBay CEO came out and said that they're looking into accepting crypto payments, paying out in crypto payments and selling NFTs on their platform, which I think is going to be pretty cool and goes back to just what we've talked a lot about, which is both at the end of the day it's collecting and there's sports cards and if you want to say okay i only do sports cards how do you feel about pokemon cards being included okay i only do sports cards and pokemon cards what do i think about star wars marvel etc so as the onion just keeps going out it's a it's a matter of both and i'm really excited about that ebay development yeah i mean i, I saw am i wrong Tyler? that Golden was talking about this too before, like they were doing yep. something. Yeah, similar. they're taking NFT. They're taking cryptos. And They'll pay you out in it too. Yeah, I mean, it seems like this is the way the market's going. Again, I've not, from the start. This is something I'm under. Uh, I'm uneducated in, so it's something that I, you know, have to get more educated on and and learn about it. But I mean, it definitely seems like it's the way where the, it's definitely where the market's going. You mentioned that you saw an article uh, for on Vice about Pokemon. Yeah, there was like a there was a interesting insight into it, it was basically a deep dive into what's happened with Pokemon, what we've talked about over like in cards in general over the last year. Um and it was interesting reading it from like an outsider perspective because it was clearly like, you know, they read the the PSA blog and they did some research and they talked to a bunch of like collectors and things like that. Um so it was interesting to see that outsider perspective reporting on the market. I remember you sending this. It says I need to explain to you just how dire Yeah, America's like it's a Pokemon little bit dramatic and all of that, but um it's always <laughs> funny when you get people from outside the industry and outside the hobby talking about it. But yeah, they use words like dire and like very dramatic terms like that. So it was kind of funny. Like saying it things are not good or what? I'm confused. Yeah, more like essentially along the lines of like this is a crisis for the people who work for the companies. Um, the collecting world has changed. Collectors are upset with that and things like that. Interesting. So a little less dramatic than you may think. A little less dramatic. What do you mean? Like you don't like, is the market talk? like, does it talk about like the market just being like permanently gone? Like where, where, where do you see? No, this? it's more like the people are overwhelmed. The companies are overwhelmed. Um there's this craze, et cetera. It's not that the they market is They don't know what to bad. do about it, et cetera. Yeah, they don't know what to do about it, that type of stuff. Well, the market's down. That's one. We talked about that a little bit last week, but in general, things are starting to get soft. Are you virtually petting Zipper right now? Yeah, it's an NFT pet. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> can I we mean, sell that? Can we talk about how for uh, the past like 18 months, you've 
really not been a proper football fan, it gets huge, and now you're a big F1 guy. Yeah, listen, I don't want to say I'm at the forefront of the F1 collecting community, but I would probably call myself an influencer. Got it. Who's your uh, who's your who's your uh, favorite Lewis, uh, driver? Lewis Hamilton. He's really good. Oh, got it. And then there's okay. a guy named Max Verstappen. Don't test me because low key, I do know the people who are in it. <laughs> okay. Okay. What team? What team do you support? He. So, Lou, what you're telling us is you know By more F1 than it's you not do even about close. soccer. Which <laughs> which team do you support? Uh, I really like Mercedes. They're like the big bad evil empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Bull is historically pretty nasty, but Mercedes has taken the lead in recent years. Got it. Because they have the Michael Jordan. Well, they have like the LeBron of racing in Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, monster. He's are you stacking? Are you stacking LeBron or not LeBron? Are you stacking Lewis Hamiltons? No, because they're really expensive. But I want to. I'm trying to figure out the right way to get in. So I have a new uh, content series that we're about to start pushing out that I'm excited to give you guys the lowdown on. We I think we scratched the surface. Uh, set number card set number one three seven in all the sets. Yeah, I actually, that's funny you say that. I was just thinking about that the other day, that we should have like every 137 that's ever been released. Yeah. Do you know how long that would take? Brian, it's called collecting. It's a hobby. It's something we enjoy. Don't be a hater, bro. (laughs) Guy's building out a massive store he's been working on for eight months. He has his own like chase cards. He's been buying every Genesis ever ever created, and then he's complaining Uh, to someone else. Yeah, but that's like. I mean, how many 137s are there? I don't know, man. I was about to get into. I was about to 70 years. collectively go through how we should think about it, and you just come out like, man. Yeah, you ever hear something called pizza reviews? Review every single piece of pizza ever eaten? That's not the point. The point is the journey. Yeah, exactly. Document the journey. Hey. Show people that you're putting in work. That's what I was going to say. That was an amateur move on my part. What is the first, you know, where do you start? How do you think about it? What what's the first kind of set that you chase down? Do you go old or modern? How would you guys play it? You got to go backwards from modern. I feel like that's the play. You start yeah. modern and go back because there's going to be a lot less as you because I don't think card sets were that big like way back in the day. Personally, I would start with find one of the more iconic mm-hmm. cards. That's one thirty seven, like the Grail. Like when I did the Genesis set, I found the hardest one. And then worked backwards mm-hmm. from there because once I had the best one, I was committed to like to the game. everything to go yeah. with it. Yep. So find one, get committed, and then yep. fill in the, the pieces. And do you, do we go graded like lowest grade possible and just like try and grind it up, or do we go raw? I think you go raw. Yeah, I like the raw. Yeah, like I mean the 2010 Bowman Chrome Prospects first Bowman of Jose Altuve is number 137. Boom. Like, Gas That's what I'm up. talking about. Yeah, all day. It's fire. And you, and you make content out of it, right? Fire. Yeah, I mean, Cristiano Ronaldo, Mega Cracks. Yeah, the Ronaldo I mean, Mega Cracks is probably the content big one. factory over here, Ryan. I mean, 2018, like, NBA Prism. I'm not sure what it is, but we'll find out. And we're going we're gonna to stack some weird stuff. I'm pretty pumped about it. So, let this begin the journey to collect every number 137 card. In Yeah in sets yeah like i love let me let me put it out there for people like there's nothing that makes me happier when someone rolls up on me at a show and they're like hey i got you these jets cards i love that instead if you happen to come across 137 swing those our way random uh i'm trying to think like 
skybox, some random dude, maybe my card might be bent. Zipper might have got into it a little bit. We want it. Zipper gets into your cards. I know about this. Well, I think that is enough for that. I think we need to jump into play of the week. Again, play of the week is brought to you by eBay, your number one stop for all things cards and collectibles. As always, if you are new, this is a segment where Jay, our producer, shows us all of fan-submitted plays for what we think could be our play of the week. Tyler, Lou, and I have never seen these. We'll filter through them one by one and pick which one we think is this week's winner. All right, so our first one is from MGA3415 on IG. His name is Matthew. It says, bought 2010 Panini Justin Bieber six blasters from Walmart online for $20 each. And these 32 loose packs on eBay for the price above. Loose packs can be risky, I know. Plan was to keep them to keep the blasters sealed and rip the packs, but I ripped the packs and pulled two Bieber Drake number 145 rookies. Kept one and sold one for 400. The blasters are now going up for over 100 now consistently. Wow. So this is kind of the pop a culture thing. Yeah, the pop culture thing is popping off. It was a big over the weekend. I saw a bunch of people talking about it. But this is so you paid $32 for 31 packs or sorry, 30. Yeah, $32 for 32 packs. Dollar a pack. Right? Yeah, that's... Yeah, and those pack. packs could have the Beavers in them. Uh, the Drake one. Beaver Drake. I would love to know when he bought those packs. Same. By the way, Matthew, I respect the play. I'm trying to figure out these, like... I would just say if you're bought... Yeah, I mean, there's just... Things keep going deeper and deeper. And there's there's so many stones to unturn. And as always, got to love the sell one, yeah. get rid of the risk, have nothing in the rest. I mean, got to love that play. Yeah, it's it's uh, the make sure you get more than one. I also like keep, you know, sit on the blasters, sell the packs. It's good stuff. Yep. I like the play. I like the play. And OG Bieber is yep. OG Bieber. It's not like Drake's probably more relevant. I mean, those are those are it's not like Justin Bieber in some no name. I mean, Bieber and Drake on the card. I mean, that's got huge potential. I mean, besides T-Swift or Beyonce, I mean, you're talking about people, you know, you're talking about legends of the last 15 years. Yeah. And OG Bieber, again, is like mood, mood, mood. Obviously, you know, Drake, but the thing is, Bieber been on the come up for a long period of time now. I mean, this is like, I mean, it, it, it's like getting a LeBron Darko versus a LeBron Wade. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd rather have LeBron Wade than LeBron Darko. Bought it's the almost... packs on April 13th, so they're still relatively new. Okay. He flipped this yeah. in two weeks. Yeah, a lot of heat. Good. A lot of heat. I like good the job. play. Next. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, so this is from Swook underscore um, on IG. His name's Andrew. This is back in January. I purchased a sealed 1992 Marvel's Masterpieces box, and I ripped it. The thought... The thought of it was that there are high chances for the name brand heroes like Spider-Man, Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, etc. While the risk condition of such old cards, while the risk was conditioned for such old cards, I sent the sub at $65 per card before the PSA price hike. And out of the 13 cards, 18 of them got 10s while the rest got 9s. The 10 Spider-Man sold for 2K on eBay. The Black Panther, Hulk, Magneto, and Iron Man sold for $49.30 as a lot. $4,930 to clarify. The rest sold between 120, 
125 and 250 the same week the sub arrived in my hands. Long story short, I put $1,245 into the play, including grading. The outcome was a total of $8,475 and almost 7x play. You will win some grading plays and you will lose some as well, but this was definitely a win That's for awesome. me. Yeah, that is that is awesome. Wow. I like this play because, you know, I, I know Lou looks at a lot of this kind of stuff a lot where it's like one thing's going up. So you try to find like the second thing or the third thing that like someone hasn't like hasn't thought of like when because this is right when that what 91 set was mm-hmm. popping. The 90, 90, 91. Yeah. So that was going off. So it's like, OK, cool. What's the second or third best thing? And then you find something like this and then. Yeah. You know, I, I think we uh, sometimes we not shy not shy away from, but like we say you shouldn't like buy boxes and rip them. But I think with stuff like this, it's still so early on them. The boxes are cheap enough to get the cards out in grade actually works out more often than not. It's going to be really interesting to see. Like, I'd love to know if this individual still grades these at 300 per. Mm-hmm. And then if not, how does that, you know, play out? with does that increase the value of these it's also seemingly like there's some more stringent grading going on it's just going to be we'll have to see what the deal is i'm i'm very fascinated what is now being graded versus before and obviously the margins aren't going to exist we've talked about it at length but those because also the turnaround is seemingly quick there's kind of like some fringe cards that i'm like hmm might be good to have in long term, you know, if you could sell for five fifty, six hundred, or even just sit on it. A couple of cards I want slabbed, you know, that sixty five per card is a lot different than three hundred in terms of capital in. Agreed. I think it's more gonna be you'll be able to submit less. Like most people are gonna be able to submit less. It's not gonna be they're not gonna submit at all. You're gonna have to just be more patient with all right, I'm gonna send this one in, sell it, send the next one in, sell it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Good one. Yeah, good play. Next one. All right, so this is from SportsCardLord underscore on IG. It says, bought five sealed boxes back in October for about $700. Pulled six Halon rookie sticker first edition. Sent off to PSA with a different different submission groups, different grading levels. Five day, 20 day, mostly 20 day, one five day. Got the five day back as a 10 and sold for 9K. The other stickers seem to be centered in perfect condition corners and surface as well. If all gem looking at 50k profit, my mistake would be not submitting all five day, but during the time the market wasn't hot yet for Holland and the return wasn't there yet. So these are 2019-20 Panini Foosball box, 50 packs. He bought them for, it looks like 100, 100 what is that, about 120 piece? Because like it's quantity five for 650. Okay. Yep. So he bought, yeah. Wow, 130. That's, that's that math. Uh, it's a it's a good play. I mean, and Holland. Uh, these are definitely down since April 20th, which is like a week and a half. Um, They're I really the not, population, though, the last one did 8,900 after that. 8,900? After that, yeah. Really? Yeah, nine days later. Which is April 29th? Uh-huh. Thursday? Less than a week ago? That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Talk about a miss by me. I respect the play. Uh, boxes. Man, these, <laughs> all three of these are like bangers. 
Yeah, I mean, again, we talked we've talked about this before with other plays of the week about setting them in separate group submissions, separate time levels, so they're not all in the same sub, right? Because if all your stuff you think is PSA ten worthy, you send it in all in the same time. You're not getting tens on all of them. Mm-hmm. All right, next one, Jay. All right, so this is from Melbourne underscore Cards. It says bought a first edition Blaine's Charger for one hundred or yeah, one hundred forty U.S. dollars plus import fees like last year. Sold on the tenth of April in Melbourne for eight hundred eighty-five U.S. dollars. <laughs> I noticed that stock levels of this card were low in Australia, so I'd be selling in isolation rather than comp- rather than competition. Worked out well. I like this play. This is this is a supply and demand play. This mm-hmm. is selling to the people mm-hmm. that have access to it in your area. That's funny. Mm. That's kind of that's kind of interesting little play for yeah. international folks. Yeah, that's called doing some research. The one thing that I'm trying to figure out is the one that he purchased. The notes kind of heavily played. PSA CGC first. You know, that like I'm just mm-hmm. a little feels like there might be some sneakiness going on here. And That's so I just point. wanna just wanna make sure. Yep. Because Yeah, you buy something that says heavily played and then you've got to throw up say, PSA or CGC yeah, in the title. Which I, I generally don't love and can't, you know, really, even if you're monetizing it, I can't. Be super about it. I just and I, I can't see the picture close enough because it looks like there's some dingage in that top left, pretty good, like right above the word Blaine, and then kind of a strategic like photo away to maybe not capture that. Not sure if <laughs> you're not just, wrong. Yeah, I because these these are the moves that people people pull, and and then you claim like I never said it was bad. Now. I don't want to completely just attack Melbourne cards, but even just in the titling, you know, you got someone that throws out heavily played and then you got someone that throws out PSA CGC first. I don't know what first was after first, first edition, but Probably first it says edition. first edition, but it says first edition top left. CGC first. Yeah, but it's probably, it's another way. It's, you know, it's like putting auto or autograph. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm in different, I'm indifferent. I can't. I can't put a stake in the ground for this play. I'm aligned. Next. Agreed. Jay. All right. Is this mm. from uh, Dylan Fitzgerald? Love this play. Um, I, I got I got to mention something about this. It says bought four retail boxes and some extra packs. 2011 Upper Deck Soccer at a flea market last year for $127.20. Pulled seven Alex Morgan rookies. Odd said I would get about 1.2 cards per retail box, so projected five. So I thought it was money well spent. Paid 55 per card to grade, so I'm all in at $529.70 for grading, shipping, and insurance. I sold the PSA 9 and two PSA 10s for $1,679. That's about $930 profit so far after taking out eBay fees, and I still have four PSA 10s left. I plan on holding at least two or three to closer to the Women's World Cup in 2023 if i sold the other four now i would be looking at about 3500 or 4000 in profit but still at 900 plus profit for now plus keeping a few this is an awesome and this is awesome on an original 127 investment receipts and sales proof above love it i actually did something very similar probably end of last year earlier this year i don't know what i think we were talking about something with alex morgan rookies and i went out and like so a local collector was mentioning what these boxes were um, and you can get them on eBay. I, I bought like six of them for like 70 bucks a piece 
And they mentioned like her, her stuff's really low pop. And I think when PSA gets caught up, the pop could go up. And I think that's what could affect the value of Mm -hmm. this card, but the pop's really, really low. And you could get like, like I said, or like uh, Dylan said, you can get a couple of them per box. So the odds made sense on a couple boxes. And I was like, I just think this is going to be, this is, this has good potential, right? Morgan's a star legend for the U S team. So yeah, I, I like this play. I think this is a great Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of this. Low-key, like, he paid 127 for four boxes in October. Is that what it says? Or last year? The yeah. last box sold for 280. So even the boxes of... They weren't, though. Yeah, they've, they've gone through the roof. I bought my boxes earlier this year for less than $80 a box. That's awesome. Good job, Dylan. Um, and Jay chimed in from the side saying... Uh, why hold till 2023? I respect the diamond hands, to be frank, because uh, the the that the heat we all remember the heat of even when the women's were popping, the 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 women's World Cup really gets going. And I think that if you are a long term believer in the health of the hobby, I foresee. Alex Morgan being a blue chip asset going into 2023. Yeah, and it's like legend status. Like she's pretty. Tyler would know better than me, but I feel like she's pretty close to like legend status in U.S. women's soccer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but again, the same argument we all I've talked about this a million times, right? Like, is is Dylan's only meth? Is Dylan only mm-hmm. a flipper? Right? Is is he going to keep these forever? These grave cards? Are these something you're passing out to your kids, or are you intending to sell? Because my argument would be waiting till 2023. Yeah, on a card like this. The money you could make, the money you could grade and flip and do all that with in the next. Two years, you'd be able to make a lot more than that card. Yeah, because if we up. use the argument that it's a pretty basic card and the pop's going to go up pretty dramatically, or not pretty dramatically, but it's going to go up, this wouldn't count as a card that you really could hold. You, sh- I'm not going to say should, but that I would hold for two years, regardless of status. I mean, if you can get seven hundred for yeah. a ten, and you've still got what four left, sell three of them, twenty one hundred, even making. 10% every couple months. I mean, you could just do so much more with that. Yeah, like that even, even if you sold all four, he can get a real, he could probably get a way better Alex card if he really wants to sit. And again, that's only if you're a true collector and you're like, hey, Alex Morgan's my favorite, then cool, right? I'm just talking just straight numbers. Yeah. Still during the Olympics, right. maybe. Jay, is there any more? Is that it? That's probably it. All right. So that looks like it's it. Jay, can we flip back through him? All right. So we've got the Marvel cards, we've got the Drake Bieber, we've got the Blaine Charizard, we've got the Halan sticker, and then we've got the soccer play. The Drake Bieber card and the Marvel. Holland, Blaine Charizard, and Alex Morgan. I'm going to go Marvel. I think it's the highest upside, right? Like, regardless, like 8500 bucks. Yeah, I think this is I, this is it for me. I think getting the box, I mean, selling all of those and making two grand on just the Spider-Man as a W, and then he has another four or five X, I think is the best one. Because I have, I was in the Alex Morgan, I was into the, the 2011 retail boxes before. I really like that one. Um, I, I think that's, like, that's super cool. Um, but... Whole, you know, and I think the women's soccer market has a lot of potential long term for sure. Um, but because the the Marvel ones are gone, I I would agree. I'm, I'd pick the Marvel. 
You sold all the marble. You you moved. You you cashed in. You could have waited. Maybe got more. You could have sold and got less. It just I love the ability to hey sell them, move on, and yeah, seven X is huge. Make your money. That's that's eight eight thousand dollars. That's that's my winner. All right. Well, respect to to Andrew. I was going to say Bieber because I, I I think that it's just those are timeless. Agreed. My Todd, when I think of things like this, though, it's like, what happens if you bought those 32 packs and you don't hit one? Yeah. It's just like the part of the play is getting lucky and hitting it. I mean, having, you know, mm-hmm. the, the fortitude to rip them, but I just, I mean, I guess the Marvel play did the same thing. So yeah. I can't, I can't yeah. say that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of good, I mean, a lot of good buy boxes. Packs. A lot of good buy some boxes, rip them and flip this week. Yeah. No kidding. People were really ahead of the game yeah. on, on some of this. Jay's Jay's popping in and saying no Holland, no love for the Holland. I respect the Holland. I feel like maybe we've just seen the. Yeah, Holland I mean a lot. everything Tyler told me about maybe this guy is like that Holland. he's going to be a nobody because the they're not going to play in real games. So that's that. That's a poor summation of of what I've said. I've never said he's going to be a nobody. I've simply said that I missed the boat on. A generational talent. Well, also that they're not playing in big. You told me they're not playing in big international matches. He will not. He won't. So that's a problem. Internationally, yeah, it's a problem. But that okay. doesn't mean he's not going to be all time. And then you said he's so a nobody. Never affected Mike Trout. It's never affected Mike Trout or Connor it's McDavid. True. You haven't seen Mike Trout play in a playoff, real playoff series. That's what I'm saying. That's the same argument we're making for Alon. He's not going to play in meaningful games. Mike Trout's never played in a meaningful game. It's a fair point, but what happens if Mike Trout does play in a meaningful game? Great. His stuff's going to go up. He still sells incredible. Uh, my argument is for you, Tyler. He's on your side, Ty. That what? I think we're on. Uh, Lou's saying, why are we buying Halan? He's not going to play in meaningful games. I said, cool. That doesn't matter. Mike Trout's never played in a meaningful game, and he sells better than yep, everybody. I, what I The reason why I didn't go into Holland was because of that, and I still do think that come this summer, when he's on the sidelines and come next winter when he's on the sidelines, it's going to kind of be like, eh, wish he was, wish he was in the mix, but he gets hobby love. Like it's crazy. I mean, we've talked about this. The majority of people buying and selling soccer cards don't watch soccer. They should just buy F1 instead. Yeah, and not watch F1. I get it. But you watch F1. You're an F1 diehard. Huge. Netflix now show. Phenomenal show. Yeah, but you... Either way. I'm a big Tour de either France way, guy. I'll... So, be careful. Listen, 2022, 2022 Miami F1, I'm not saying I like need to be there, but it's kind of life or death. Are we going to do a pod from the pit? I'm so down. Like, let's just get Verstappen and Lando just in the mix. I'm into it. But can we talk about Tour de France cards for a second? Before we move on, do got to give some love to eBay because okay, that was brought. To, Play of the week is brought to you by eBay, your number one stop for all things cards and collectibles. I was just gonna say I'm a big I'm a big Tour de France guy, and it feels like I'm into Tour de France as well. Be, I've never looked into the plays, but there might be a play. I all, what, Lou Tour de Tour de France or soccer for me? Yeah, I mean the U.S. Postal Service team went hard. Yeah, listen. I like when America succeeds, so I'm going to go with the Tour de France. The other thing I like about the Tour de France is no one calls it France. It's just the Tour de France. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's so true. It's never been called Franz yeah. by anyone, but for some reason, we call it the Tour de France. It's a great point. I'm definitely picking up a couple Oh, of man. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, real quick, shout out to Jay. Right, to he did a good floor. job. No mistakes yeah. this week, even with the vaccine. We'll give him love for that, for sure. Yep. Shout out. Shout oh, out. the Tour de France. So before we've wrapped up today's episode, we've got latest launch. So we've got everything for this week. A couple things coming out. I think the big one though is gotta be flawless football. That's yep. the the expensive release for, for football every year. What else we got? You've got Crown Royal Basketball, Tier One Baseball, Impeccable Soccer. You got some Yu-Gi-Oh! Ancient Guardians Booster, Onyx Vintage Football, and that's it. I'm pumped for impeccable soccer. I had a fun time ripping that uh, immaculate soccer the other night that um, Cherry hooked us up with. We had fun, and then uh, well, the what? Where's this golf release? It is currently scheduled for next Friday. I'm going hard, hard. Are there boxes available online? There should be pre-order available. Right? They were pre-selling for a crazy amount. Right, real day. talk. Good luck this week. Good luck. Thank you. And I can't wait for the boys to show up. And we're road tripping out there, and then we're doing a uh, we're doing a pod live from the gutter. I can't wait till only that a thousand bucks a box. It's sneaky. Are for what? Generous like golf. A thousand dollars for a box of artifacts? But isn't it supposed to be like a, a high-end product? No, it's like Are artifacts. Relax, hockey is like bro on that. hundred and twenty dollars. How much is Sorry. it? So artifacts hockey. Uh, artifacts hockey. I think is one thirty-five. Uh, yeah, wait, no one plays hockey. <laughs> wait a second. What? Yeah, artifacts hockey. I think we have at like one thirty, one thirty-five. Something like that. I don't, I don't know. Golf yeah. is hot. No, it's not ten x hot. Yeah. That's Prism Football on release no, day, Hawk. That's... Prism Football on release is was $1,000. All when right. Put it, hold on one second. You were really hot, and then when you heard that, you were you got, you got iffy. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Oh, my God. All right, All right guys. I got to go. The that's Tour de France. Peace. Tour Peace. That's a wrap on Card Talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.